Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back, and hello, Stephanie. How are you doing this week? I'm doing okay. How are you? I am doing absolutely wonderful. Never been better, and I get better every single day. You keep telling me. <laughs> my voice is back. It is. How does my voice sound today? Dang it. <laughs> oh, dang it. Did you just say dang it? I did. Oh, my goodness. Watch your language. I did. <laughs> I knew you did. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I lost my voice over the weekend, kind yeah. of. And uh, I, what little voice I had, I, I, sounded like, I sounded like Tony Robbins this weekend. A little bit, yeah. So uh, we hosted a Next Level workshop here in the studios, Next Level Studio. We have room for 14 students, one of which, by the way, was our son. Yes, who um, was still talking about it today and um, really enjoyed himself. He did. And the information, he said he learned more in that two days than he did the in the day that he missed school. Yep. It was an incredible experience. Sold out workshop looking forward to opening up the registration page later today or this evening for the December 1st and 2nd session of the course. Yeah, I should probably put those on my calendar. You probably should since the next one was actually supposed to be January 26th and 27th, which is still going to happen. Right, but now there's one in between. Yes, because I want to do more. I know. And, and yes, anyway, by the way, today's episode of Family from the Heart, we're going to be sharing with you four freedoms that you can experience in your life when you live debt free. That's the main feature presentation content core thesis of this episode. Is that it? Central theme, all that good stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. But we want to open up the show with, you know, our normal family from the heart flair about what's been going on in the lives of the Ravenscrafts. And you happen to have a funny story, I believe. Well, I thought it was funny. Well, we're going to let us be the judge of that. (laughs) Okay. Yesterday, I had to take um, all three of my kids to the dentist just for their, um, you know, their six month checkup. Yep. And so where did that go? It went well. They, they, you know, no cavities. Matthew needs to floss more, yada, yada, yada. Same thing that I've been hearing for the last couple of years. Um, and so we're sitting in the, we're sitting in the waiting area. And um, this little boy comes out who, he, he's probably, I don't know, he's probably around 10. And you can tell that he's had like, He's had more than a cleaning. Like he's had something done. Okay. All right. His cheeks are a little puffy and you know, he can't can't really talk. Well, I mean, not that puffy, but you know, he can't really talk and he's holding his mouth really still (laughs) and he gets a balloon. Okay. That they hand him a balloon. And Megan says, my 17 year old says, I want a balloon. My 16 year old says, I want a balloon. My 12 year old says, I want to pop his balloon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was funny. (laughs) Thank you. And then she follows it up with, I would cry if someone popped my balloon. (laughs) But that was, I want to pop his balloon. And it was just, it was funny because like she didn't, you know, she didn't crack a smile. She didn't, it was just her, you know, just her very serious facial features. And she said, I want to pop his balloon. (laughs) That is hilarious. It was, it was funny. And it just, she's, She's a funny kid. Yep. That's awesome. 
I can't cool. stop yawning. And when I yawn, my eyes water. Yep. So I'm not, for those who are watching, like, the, I'm not, like, crying. I'm just, my eyes are watering really bad today. Gotcha. So. You're going to make me start yawning. Anyway, Thor. Yes. It came out in theaters this past weekend. Yes. But prior to that, Matthew and I got to go see the press screening, and I forgot to bring it up last week. And I just want to say okay. that... Well, did yeah okay yeah last monday i just want to say that as a thor movie it is the best of the three right and it is yeah it it was it was definitely it's definitely worth seeing and it's one matthew i know wants to see again it's not one i feel like i need to see over and over again like i could watch either any of the avengers movies i could watch over and over again i could watch i could probably watch all the Iron, no, I mean Captain America again. I could watch all of Iron Man, Iron Man again. Um, the latest Spider-Man, I could watch again. Right. But, you know, th- there there are some other Marvel movies that are great, but you just don't need to see them over and over again. Exactly. This one is on the verge of almost being one you'd, you'd want to see a second time. Almost. Almost. Okay. And and if you're a true, like, really into the story of what they're telling overall, probably going through seeing it a second time would be worth it. But I just I just want to say, just, just Thor, it was a great movie, a wonderful Marvel Marvel movie, did a great job, fun story. It's got Jeff Gold, Goldblum in it, okay. and he plays a character that is absolutely perfect for Jeff Goldblum. And that's all I'll say. is It was a really good movie. I look forward to seeing it. I have, We've been busy last weekend, so obviously I haven't had a chance to see it yet. Yep. And, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Anything else before we transition into our main main attraction here, our main story? I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I decorated for Christmas. You did. I did, and now I'm kind of excited that there's a that there is a um. And in between, it's like a holiday next level workshop because the tree is up. And oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, that's all. Cool. Yeah. I, I just, that that did not occur to me that it would be that way. It did yes. to me because I knew that I wasn't going to get it. Um, the kids have been asking me to put it up um, since November 1st. <laughs> right. Uh, well, since Halloween, actually. And um, which I know is just the day before, but... So they've they've been asking me to put it up, and on November first, McKenna will tell you it's the first day of Christmas. Right to to her, like she skips right over. She's like Thanksgiving is a day, Christmas is a season, and um, and so they had been in. I'm like, I can't get it up before the next level workshop. It's just not going to be possible for me to get that done. But we can do it on Sunday after everybody's gone, and so and that that's what we did. There's still a few things that you know, need to be, to be done. There's still little holes on the tree that I'm going to let the kids fill in and stuff. But, um, and you have to hang some stuff outside. But I was like, well, the next, the next, next level workshop isn't until the end of January. So like nobody's going to, and then anyway, there's a surprise one and yeah, the house will still be decorated. Yes, it will. So if anybody's interested in building an online business, you can go over to podcastanswerman.com slash next level workshop. There will be a new session of the 
workshop that will be put onto the sales page by the end of business day today. Well, I'm sorry, no. Well, business day ends at midnight for me on Wednesday. (laughs) So by the end of today, I will have that up. And if it's not there now, just click on the buy now button and it'll take you to a place where you can put your email address in there and name an email. And I will personally follow up with you when it is alive. But anyway, yeah, December Friday and Saturday, December 1st and 2nd, that's the next session of the Next Level Workshop. And it's for helping you build an online business. It's going to be a busy two weeks because we're hosting Thanksgiving and then the next week will be... Yeah. Yeah. And then if Megan wants... Megan's been talking about doing a Friendsgiving for um, her core group, but it would be like a birthday thing also. Yep. And so, you know, we have Thanksgiving and Megan's 18th birthday and then the next level... It's going to be a busy two weeks. It's going to be fun. It's yeah, that's the word we'll use. <laughs> that's the word we're using. All right, so real quick, we're going to talk about uh, living debt free, and I didn't tell. I, I intentionally wanted to wait until we were actually recording to get your your feedback on, or to get your expression, your response to about what I'm about ready to tell you. Okay. So the reason for debt free living being the topic of this week is that I got an email from my friend or our friend. I was going to say you're going to like hog her off for yourself. Our friend Maggie Mac had sent me an email and says, hey, Cliff, just want to let you know I'm getting ready to do my Dave Ramsey debt-free scream. And it's going to be, and she told me when it was going to be and mm-hmm. at between what hours. And I said, awesome, I'll, I'll be watching and celebrating with you. She says, so cool. And the reason why she went out of her way to share is because she first heard about Dave Ramsey and this concept of living life debt-free from us. And that was... Uh, in an episode, not even of this podcast, it was before, it was, this podcast did not start until January 2008. It was January 2007, a year before we started this podcast, you joined me for an episode of My Crazy Life. We weren't even debt-free then. No, we were not. We were not debt-free then. But it was the title, it was episode 56 of My Crazy Life, which by the way, My Crazy Life is a podcast that eventually became known as Pursuing a Balanced Life, which no longer is in production today. That What what used to be in Pursuing a Balanced Life is now in my vlog on YouTube over at youtube.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. Anyway, but episode 56 of My Crazy Life, it was titled Living Debt Free. We talked for like, I think I looked at it, it was like an hour and 40 minutes <laughs> about this. Okay. And we talked about our journey. We talked about the fact that we were in over 50, well over $50,000 in unsecured debt. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the other stuff that we had going on. and Well, that we had gotten up to that place. By the time we re- we did this, we had already been moved into our new house, which was the last stupid thing we did before we committed the Dave Ramsey plan. Because <laughs> we, we knew that Dave Ramsey would not approve of us buying the house that we bought at the time. Mm-hmm. So we did that one last stupid thing. And then we got serious about living debt-free or pursuing debt-free living. And in that episode, we talked just really authentically. Can we just say that that there were were reasons that we made that stupid decision, that that dumb move to buy that new house? Um, And and one of those was the health of our kids. Right. Because where we were was becoming a, a health issue for Matthew. Yeah. So anyway, that's all. We weren't just out making stupid decisions. I mean, well, okay. At that point. 
we could we could have went somewhere and rented at much less price than buying we a house. We could have, but you were having your. I your, wa- I'm I, turning I, thirty, and I knew it was. I, a, need, I yeah. knew it was a stupid financial decision to do it when we did it. And and by the way, we were one of those people. Literally, at, we were we were so much in debt. We bought our home. We had it built brand new, and we bought it with a hundred and three percent loan, zero money down on our house. Uh, I, you know, I, I can joke around, I can smile about it today, but I mean, it was, it was dumb. It was, it was not a great financial yeah. decision. All we paid PMI, which is mortgage insurance mm-hmm. and all that stuff on all the years. Here's the deal. We would ne- we were never late on a payment Nope. and we sold the house and had 20 grand in equity and, and went to Europe and we went to Europe, <laughs> which is going to come up here in a little bit. But anyway, the thing is though, is we, I, we knew going in that my income was increasing right. as well. We did. Um, it was still a little premature to go buying a house. It was. It, w- w- Dave Ramsey does not approve of you going into 103% <laughs> loan on a house when you're working the debt-free plan. You know, the the, the baby steps. That, that's not baby step number one. And no, that that's That was step number one. Then we started baby step number one, which was yeah. the emergency well i think we already had the emergency didn't maybe we? we did i don't know i think we had the emergency you're the details we, person i'm just here to tell stories before i well the story should be right <laughs> i'm just saying was it wasn't it wasn't it maggie who we said something we were talking about something and she she wrote in and she's like i don't remember it happening that way like the last time you told this story it didn't well, go that way that, now here's what i didn't tell you Okay. Is that I have a short little audio clip of yep. you and I talking and you have uh, you can't take your earphones away. I won't. Because I you have to hear what out. you have to hear what we No, you have to hear what we said. Oh, okay. So that we can comment on. It. And yes, our audio quality is not as good to back then. <laughs> it's not as good today as it was back then, but hey. No. I no, know you said it backwards. I, I just was going with what you were. 43 seconds. Here we go all oh, the way. This is January 2007. We were drowning in debt but we had no idea how to we, it's like and get, that's do where, a budget right and that's Whatever. what you said in the beginning that's where dave ramsey comes in because dave ramsey gives you practical steps to not only get out of debt yep. but to save for your future and to to plan for emergencies and oh dude it's dave so ramsey, practical his um, my, my favorite saying of his is that you have to live like no one else so that later you can live like no one else. Absolutely. And we are almost there. Yes, we are living like no one else. I mean, literally. Oh, we, yeah, we're doing we, the first part right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. We, we, we live like poor people. I mean, we, we really we do. do. All right, so... Here's the deal. <laughs> Hold on, can I, just, can I just take a moment and say that... We're on the other side of that now, and we are able to do the live like no one else. The other but side of it. But you still want to live like we're poor. I, I, don't, I, don't argue with me. I, I like, I don't argue with me. I don't like to spend money, but that's okay. You still want to live like we're poor. I, 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 I just, anyway. It's, it's funny. Anyway, Cliff, right. Cliff is does not like to spend money back when well it depends on what i I like to invest on anyone other than himself i like to invest in things that we're going to have a great return on investment that will actually generate even more income right those are the things i like to spend money on right unfortunately it costs money to live yeah that's true and you know but that you kind of have a problem (laughs) okay so here okay so here's the deal 
when we when we were recording that when we that episode 56 we were not out of debt yet we were literally not doing i mean we weren't eating out we had canceled our dvr Mm -hmm. we like we had our dish network or whatever i mean we were podcasting about tv shows and we had to start going watching stuff live live. i know and no it wasn't it yeah actually it was (laughs) it was painful but it was a sacrifice. We never ate out except for Chipotle. We, we did budget Chipotle. It's actually, no, not yet. Did in, we? It's in the episode. Oh, yeah. okay. I listened to it this okay. morning. Yeah. We, matter of fact, it's like some people might be wondering, but don't you? You guys talk about eating at Chipotle, and, and you literally say, and we budget Chipotle. <laughs> so, but we didn't. We we didn't eat out a lot. We didn't have. We didn't. It, it was it was tight financially. Mm-hmm. We were still paying down the final you know, remains of our debt, which was, I think we were on our final credit card. And, and I think the anticipation was that within one year we would become, or actually, no, we said within two years, we would be completely 100% debt free minus our mortgage. And well, we lived up to that actually. And, and it was pretty incredible, but a lot of people as a result of that episode. And when I say a lot of people, more than a hundred have emailed us over the years to say it was that episode that introduced them to even the thinking that they could one day become debt-free, all of which signed up for Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. And over 100 people today are 100% debt-free minus their mortgage, and some of them actually broken free from their mortgage as a result of one podcast episode from January 2007. And now I want to play for you some audio. It's about, it's actually three minutes and 19 seconds. Now it was about a 10 minute clip on Dave's show and I edited it down to three minutes. So I, there, it's not extremely noticeable where I edited it, but what you're about ready to hear is edited from different portions of Dave's show uh, last week. So here it is. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions, Maggie's with us. Hey, Maggie, how are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you? I am better than I deserve. Welcome. Where do you live? Reston, Virginia, which is outside Washington, D.C. Absolutely. Cool. Well, welcome. Good to have you here. And you're here to do a debt-free scream. Yes, sir, I am. I'm so excited. I've been waiting a long time for this. Absolutely. The only thing is, when you go back to Washington, D.C., you have to take this message, okay? <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm teaching. F- I'm a FEU coordinator, so oh, I'm working there we go. on it. It's a good start. I'm it's working on start. it. We'll get you doing that down in Congress. We'll be all right. <laughs> all right. So how much have you paid off, Maggie? Um, I paid off $30,698.83 in 23 months. Good for you. And your range of income during um, that time? Started out making about 60000 mm-hmm. and up to eighty to 85000 Wow. And what do you do for a living? Um, I teach preschool mm-hmm. and I was delivering pizzas. That's oh. how I paid this off so quickly. You jammed I, it, huh? I did. You always say when you're out of debt, there's a good place to go is to work. And mm-hmm. I decided it was okay to work 70 hours or so a week. For a uh, short period of time? For, a sh- for about 16 and a half months. Yeah. And that got the snowball going. Um, I had first heard about you about 10 years ago and took FPU and learned to budget and paid off all the small debts. But then I had a big monster student loan mm-hmm. and some credit card debt and then ended up with a car loan. And mm-hmm. I made a decision at some point that I wanted to be debt-free by the time I turned 33 mm-hmm. and, and 10 years after I had first heard about you. Mm-hmm. And 
about in 2015, when it was eight, it was two years away, I was like, this is something has to change. I took FPU again. As a teacher in the summer, it's really easy to make extra money because you're not teaching nine to five. Mm-hmm. You can do other, lots of different jobs. Mm-hmm. And then you told somebody on the radio to go deliver pizzas. And I said, okay, I think I can do that. And the Nights I'm not working. I also had another part-time job, but I could work a second part-time job in the uh, nights and weekends. By Wednesday, I was delivering pizzas. Wow. And I did that for 16 and a half months. And I mean, that's time. hard work, and that's a lot. I mean, you were gone all the time. You had no life. You were just working. I had no life. My was, friend, it, was it worth it? It was so worth it. My friends would ask me to do stuff, and I would say, well, I can't. I'm no fun right now. I'm going to be fun here soon again, I promise. <laughs> so I'm fun again. I promise them I'm fun again. Uh, but they were all really supportive. Have fun like no one else, so <laughs> later you can have fun like no one else. Yeah. Yes, and just, you know, they um, just delivering all those pizzas and the snow and in the rain and... <laughs> Wow. Was, Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Way to go. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Good for you. Very well done. All right. It's Maggie from Washington, D.C. She did it. $31,000 paid off in 23 months, making 60. Oh, no. Three jobs up to 85. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, two, one. I'm Well done, kiddo. Very well done. Isn't it interesting? How awesome is that? Congratulations, Maggie. Maggie, that is so awesome. Such an inspiring story. And I have no doubt that you are going to continue to change people's lives as you share that story through Financial Peace University and just your own personal witness of what it's like to live debt-free which is such a different way of living than any other way. And trust me, Stephanie, how many years of our, of our married life did we uh, live under the burden of heavy debt on our shoulders? 11. Was it 11 years? Mm-hmm. And how many years now has it been that we've lived debt-free, 100% debt-free minus our mortgage? In February, it'll be 11. There you go. So... The, which 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 eleven years do you you prefer? <laughs> the last eleven. <laughs> so st- I don't. I you can't ask that question because you can't have the last eleven years without the first eleven years. What do you mean? I mean that without those bad decisions and those choices and the lessons that we learned to get us to where we wanted to be debt free, we would not be here today. You can't have one without the other. Okay, fair enough. I, I, yeah, they are they're, both sides of the same equation. Yeah, we definitely learned. Although, what would life be like if we would have learned? I mean, you can't change anything in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm trust me, I'm thrilled with where we are now. Today, we are living like no one else. Uh, well, there are a few other people, but <laughs> <laughs> we Just are. But but back then, we were living like nobody else. Right. And, you know, beans and rice, rice and beans. And Cliff doesn't even like beans and rice. <laughs> Actually, I do. You do now, but yeah. like then. Back then, I did. Back then, your idea of, yeah, was not Chipotle. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, yes, it. Yeah. Yeah. If But I mean, what could I mean, do people have to wait 11 years is, I guess, what they're, what I'm saying. Do you have to live in 11 years of doing it the wrong way? before you find out about... No, we just lived 11 years before we learned how to do it differently. Yes, that's exactly right. 
you just have to be open to learning something new. Like I am seriously hoping that our children never have to live the way that we did. Right. Like that they, they learn and that they will. Megan is committed to living debt free. She said those words to me. She, she does not, she does not want, um, she does not want to have any debt. Um, McKenna is still too young to really, you know, make those declarations and, and, yeah. And move in that way. And and I think Matthew... I although, think Matthew's the one that I would be worried about financially because he lives in his own little bubble. Well, I I, I, I think he's waking... Now that he has his own account, I think I think he's waking up to it. And he sees us. I, yeah. I, I, I have faith. He does. He sees it. I have pure faith in my son to live a debt-free life. I mean, could you imagine our kids going through their entire life never experiencing consumer debt? It would be incredible. I mean, really I, and would. I'm totally fine with them having a mortgage on their home, but could right. as long I mean, as, that's but, different. but not a, yeah. you know, avoid the 103% stuff. Right. Oh, when Matthew opened his checking account, the guy at the bank was all like, well, maybe he would want to look at getting a credit card at some point to build up his credit and to this and that, because you can't do this without credit. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think there's a way to do it without credit. Yep. I think there is. All right, so real quickly, we want to share... You just pay cash for it. Four freedoms that we have experienced in our life. Nothing. What? Pay what? There's pay? a way to do it without building up your credit. You yeah. just pay cash for it. Yeah, pay cash. Anyway. All right, so four freedoms that we have experienced in our life as a result of living debt-free. And I think these freedoms are things that just about anybody could experience if they are, in fact, debt-free. And if you're not, it is possible. We've done it. Maggie's done it. And countless other people have done it. There, there are, there is a movement in this world of living debt free, no longer being slave to the lender. No longer, Stephanie, do we get a paycheck and then pay all of those people that we borrowed money from and then have like $13 to live on for the next week. Right. Those days are gone. Yeah, they are. They are never coming back. Not. Never. Anyway, so real quickly, I remember my favorite my favorite thing that Dave Ramsey did at the Total Money Makeover event that we went to. He says, you know, what would life be like if you didn't owe anyone anything? And the next day your boss, you know, comes in and he throws a bunch of stuff at you and he starts cussing and screaming and, and, and you're just like, I don't need this. I'm out. I'm out. He goes, how many of you would like that freedom? And I'm like, I like that one. (laughs) I like that one. Um, And so, yeah. Anyway, the freedoms, the freedoms that we have experienced as a result of living debt free. Stephanie, freedom number one, you had me write down the freedom to follow your dreams. Well, duh. Like We could have never done what we've done had we still been in debt. It, It would not have been possible to start this business because the first year that we worked in this business as um, the first year that we were self-employed, we did not make enough to pay what we owed. Like it wouldn't have been possible. Right. We, we Yeah. If we, if we still had any minimum payment due, I mean, literally we couldn't have covered minimum payment. We couldn't, right. there's no way we could have been working on a debt snowball. We wouldn't have even been paying minimum payments due on anything. Because the fact is, is this business in the first nine months did not generate a paycheck for me. Right. It paid for its health, it paid for health insurance for all the employees, which was just me. Um, <laughs> it, 
it paid, it, you know, so it paid, it paid benefits. It paid for all the overhead, paid for the CPA. But this guy named Cliff Ravenscraft, oh, employee number 001, did not get a paycheck until September of 2007. Have you filled out the paperwork for our new insurance? No. You should it, probably get on that. It, it, it came out November 1st. We've been a little busy since then. All right. We got until December 12th, I think. Okay. Um. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, nothing that we have done would have been nothing. Yeah. It would. It, yeah. I would. St- I would still be selling insurance today. You would. If I was not debt free. Yep. Boy, could you imagine how terrible that life would be? <laughs> For you, yes. I wonder. Yes. I wonder if I'd still be alive today, physically. Like I know emotionally, I wouldn't have been. Well, you were already emotionally dead. I was. But, uh, <laughs> I was. I was uh, already emotionally dead. But I, I wonder. I wonder if physically I would be alive today. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think there. I think there's a case to be made that I wouldn't. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. It, 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 it was. It was having a lot of yeah. impact on me uh, physically, because emotionally I was dead, and emotionally I was eating away my pain and. Sitting. But when you're not held to those payments, when you're not you're not chained to those minimum payments, you have the freedom to, to quit your, your job dream. and start your own business. Yep, absolutely. All right, so that's freedom number one that we experienced. Freedom number two, the freedom to say yes sometimes. This is another one that you came up with. This is my favorite one. This is my favorite one because I've spent years... Telling my kids no, they couldn't have the smallest little stupidest thing. Give me an example. Going to the Dollar Tree to get, you know, here's the thing. We were going to the Dollar Tree to get. and if Our you, regular necessities. Yeah, if you're not familiar with the Dollar Tree, everything costs a dollar. And you can go in there and get, you know, toilet paper and paper towels and um, household cleaners and stuff that cost a dollar. Yeah. And... um. And the kids would see some stupid little toy that you know is going to break 20 minutes after you leave the store. But it was always it was always a no. It yep. was always a no. My favorite thing about being debt free, and especially when we were at a place where we started um, budgeting what we call our slush funds, which is an equal amount for Cliff and an equal amount for myself that we spend in any way that we that we choose. And... Um, being being able to say yes to just the silliest, stupidest things. Yep. Sometimes it was yes, yes, yes. We can go have Wendy's for lunch. <laughs> yep. You know, you guys are home for a snow day. Absolutely, we can go have Wendy's. We yeah. we can do that today. And um, it, it it's 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 an amazing place to be when you just say no for so long, mm-hmm. because literally mm-hmm. you can't do the smallest things because. There is no wiggle room. My favorite saying yet yeah, the freedom to say yes sometimes. Mm-hmm. My favorite one, Megan she's sends me the te- Megan sends me a text message from her bedroom, and and says, "Dad, will you take me to New York City and and take me to see uh, Phantom of the Opera, just the two of us?" Yep. And I said, "Well, we can't go this weekend, but let me tomorrow. Let me look at my schedule." Yes. And she, I can't remember what she said, but it was something like, what the heck? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And I said, I'm absolutely serious. We'll put it on the calendar. I will look And you tomorrow. did, and you went in March, right? Yeah. So I went, went well, the very next day, I looked and seen where in my schedule, 
check to see if she could get that day off or what or you know make sure that everything would work that she didn't have anything and i literally the very next day booked our flight booked our hotel purchased tickets to the phantom and we went just and it was just a few weeks later yeah and and that was i had the freedom to do it we did and it was incredible you know that freedom um that trip is actually what got megan um her her friends called her spoiled after that 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 she was spoiled i'm like we spent a lot of years telling that kid no so the fact that we can tell her yes now yep. that's 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 our right not your right to judge yeah yep all right so the freedom to say yes sometimes now i came up with the next one the freedom to say no sometimes yeah do you know what i mean by that i don't do you have any, do you have, do you want to take a guess of what I mean? Cause I know what I mean when I say the freedom to say no sometimes. To, to me, the freedom to say no sometimes would be the, free- I don't know what, I don't know what it is to you. I don't know. All right. For, okay. So for me, yeah. this is, it, it is the greatest joy. It is to say no to any opportunity that could generate income that you simply don't want to pursue. That makes perfect sense. It sometimes it's working with a client that, their personality isn't necessarily the the type of personality that that is uplifting or uh, fulfilling and and in a way you feel emotionally drained anytime you interact with that client Um, and in the insurance days I had lots of those and in the early days of this business when you had lots of those when things were tough um, I had some of those and and I was at a place where you know what things even when money was tight I had the freedom to say no sometimes. I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. I'm sorry. Well, what do you mean? Why I'm, Why can't I hire you? This is ridiculous. I, I want to give you my money. <laughs> and I'm like, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, but I can't work with you. I appreciate that. But unfortunately, I'm not willing to commit to this. I can forward you over to some other people who and refer you to some other folks who might be a better fit for you. Well, I forget it. You blah, blah, blah. and I'm like that. Thank you for confirming that I just made the right decision. <laughs> right. But here's the deal. It, let's just even say if it were possible for us to build this business and stuff like that while I was still in debt. The reality is, is that if I was still in debt, making minimum payments, I would have had to work with that person simply because I needed the money. Right. I was I, the bills were due. Right. Yes. And so I had the freedom to say no. And in in this business, there have been a number of times when I've allowed myself to to be committed to so many different things, and lots and lots and lots of income are being made. And we, I've had the freedom to shut down a twenty eight thousand dollar a year stream of income in two thousand eleven, I believe. Mm-hmm. I had the freedom to shut down a fifty six thousand dollar a year stream of income. Um, I had a, a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar a year stream of income that I shut down. And most recently, just last uh, two months ago, shut down a $240,000 a year stream of income. I mean... I have the freedom to say no. Yep. That is the third freedom. All right. So uh, the fourth freedom is the freedom, freedom to serve others in bigger ways. I think that's probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I do. In what ways have we been able to serve others? Um, I I choose to serve in my local community, mm-hmm. and so um, a lot of a lot of my serving is um, 
in the school system, you know, providing backpacks or coats or hats and gloves. Um, things that I know that my kids have, but the student next to them might not. Um, that That's a big deal to me. Yeah. So a lot of my serving happens right here um, in our own community. And then there's... On top of that, there's also no, no. the the giving tree. I think is a, is what it's called. Yeah, but that's still that's right inside. Yeah. Our, that's yeah, right inside our our um in our local community. schools. Ste- our, Stephanie yeah. has a heart so. for that. When our kids have things at school and they're <coughs> excuse me, the classes are doing contests on right. fundraising and stuff like that. Or our, everybody everybody wants to be in a classroom with a Ravenscraft because <laughs> that is that is the class that's, that's getting the, that's the free the one pizza that's party. Good, that's the one that's gonna win. You know the um. I don't, I don't even remember what it was. It was, it was a couple of years ago and Matthew came in and he's like, mom, um, I want to donate for, and the, the school was raising money for, um, for cancer research. It was so, um, and it was right before their lock-in, which is usually like in winter time. But anyway, he comes in and he's like, and I have a number, I have a number on my heart and can I, can I share it with you? can we donate $200? And that was, that was his number. That was, and, and I, I absolutely. Yeah. And I, I gave him the, the money and he donated it and his class one and, you know, um, which isn't why we do it. No. You know, and it's it not why the kids want to do it. It's not why the kids want to do it, but he it's had just a number a side that, benefit that they, that the, all the kids yeah, are aware it, of now. Right. It is. Um, you know, when there was, there was a massive, um, tornadoes that destroyed an area a couple of years ago um and i mean like several years mckenna was in elementary early elementary school and um and i think this was the first big time that i was able to to give in in a major way but um they were collecting you know hats and scarves and gloves and stuff for for these students who had lost everything in in this um in this tornado out in the Midwest, I don't remember where it was, but anyway, um, you know, McKenna was like, can, can we do this? And I said, yes. And so she said, can we do, um, can we do like a whole classroom of girls? Because obviously she's a girl and you know, that that's what she, but we did a whole classroom. Right. So um, we did an equal number of, of girls. And boys. I know that all classrooms aren't equal number girls and boys, right. but but that was what she could understand at that age. And, you know, she went with me. She picked them out. It was, it's not just about us giving. It's about teaching our kids to have a heart for giving also. Yeah. And so, and and I don't share these things to, I'm not bragging. No, I, not I'm at not all. This at is, all. This is, this is what was laid on our heart to share and, or to, to give. And, and it was a teaching lesson also. The whole purpose of us sharing this is to inspire people of what's possible when you are debt free. And by the way, you you can, I mean, you don't have to wait until you're debt free to be giving. No, nor did we. We just gave in smaller ways. Exactly. But, but man, and that's why I say this isn't the freedom. This is not the freedom to serve others. It's the freedom to serve others in a bigger way. Right. You know, in a way that years ago we never would have dreamed possible. Outside of financially, because we are no longer um, in debt and because we have flexible schedules, we are able to um, 
serve with our time yep. in ways that we weren't before. Yeah, matter of fact, I mean, it doesn't always have to be financial. Ne- um, this week, uh, matter of fact, um, little, I'm going to put a note to self. This, I'm going to write this down. What is their names? The managers, Eli, Eli and Elijah. Elijah and um, I don't know who else you're talking about. Uh, tattoos on his arm. Malcolm. Yep, that's it. Elijah okay. and Malcolm. I'm going to email them and and I'm going to give them both. I'm going to ha- invite them here and I'm going to give them two hours of one-on-one mentoring. Awesome. Because they wanted to learn how to build an online business. I think that they would both really benefit from that. Yeah, and so so the thing is, is I'm able to give my of my time freely to others and donate that and right. and contribute to others. Um, in in pretty significant ways to have a, pro- I mean, uh, I had a friend call me yesterday and says I'm, you know, I'm really struggling to get this thing off the ground and what is, you know, I, the, and and I I spent ninety minutes with him on the phone yesterday right. and I gave him one of the sessions from the workshop and he goes, oh my gosh, Cliff, why on earth would you do this for me? And I said because I love you. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's it. That's it. No, I don't. I'm not looking for anything in return. Right. And I have the I have the margin in my life both in time and in finances to be able to do this. I just freed up by shutting down A to Z. I just freed up a ton of my time. Right. And I'll make three times the amount of income next year. Yeah. It's freaking crazy. Well, I mean, we're, well, I mean, in, 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 in everyday situation, you know, we're going to, um, we're going to Bowling Green tomorrow and Friday we will be touring, um, Western Kentucky university with Megan and her friend is coming with us. Yeah. And we've not asked her to give us money for gas. And we've no. not asked her to, you know, give us money for the hotel room. And I imagine that we will even pay for her food while we're, although she'll okay. argue, but, but she we will. She she wants. I know. And, and so, and so, I mean, that's just a way we're serving her. Yeah. We're serving her in the, I love her. I, I, you know. Yeah. Completely. And, um. And so, I mean, that that's an everyday practical way. It doesn't have to be, doesn't always have to be these special circumstances or, you know, this, there, there are everyday practical ways that I, you know, um, I rarely let someone who's dining with me buy their own food. Right. Like I, I almost always pick up a, t- so, I mean, there are everyday practical ways that I serve those al- around me and love those around me. Because I have the freedom to do so. Yeah. So I'm sure there are ma- many more freedoms we could Wait, have. Can I tell one more st- one more story? You have, because you tell all the stories you want, babe. We were um, we were just recently at lunch with a group of people, yes. and um, we we had decided um, through whispering back and forth to each other that that we would pay the tab for lunch. And so it's getting time, you know, we need to wrap things up and, um, and someone's like, I need to go find, find our, our server so that I can get my check. And I said, don't worry, we have it. And she's like, what do you mean you have it? I said, I mean, we paid the bill. Don't, don't worry about it. We paid the bill. She goes, why'd you do that? And my response was because I can. And she was like, I love that. Like, that's the best thing ever. I mean, it's because I can serve people. I do serve people yeah. whenever and however I feel the leading to do that. Yep. And, and, it, and that, that I believe is probably one of the greatest, well, you know, I, I think they're all great. I, I mean, they are all great. All, freedom is just free and, and freedom is awesome. And to be, to break free from the bondage to debt 
uh, that weighs you down, that keeps you chained in one place, that that keeps you, it's just a burden. It's a struggle in life to to walk around with all that stuff on your shoulder and and to actually have it removed from you, Mm -hmm. which by the way, it it happens a little bit in piece at a time. A piece at a time. You know, it's kind of like if you're in prison, you have to dig, you know, (laughs) it's kind of like you get the little, uh, I don't don't know, your toothbrush and you you dig your way out a little bit at a time. But eventually... (laughs) That's not how it works, but... Yeah, <laughs> you, you you eventually eventually dig yourself a little hole out, and and you can escape from debt for from debt and and experience the freedom. So the freedoms are freedom to follow your dreams, the freedom to say yes sometimes, the freedom to say no sometimes, and the freedom to serve others in bigger ways. And we've actually been discussing bigger ways. Yes, outside of our community. That, would, that we can serve um, in a greater way. And I love that we have that. Yeah. I love that we have that. You know, one of my funniest things every month, um, we, we only do we only do our accounting once a month because we, yep. we write a paycheck once a month. And um, so one of my favorite things when we're doing our accounting is when we reconcile our American Express. Now, our business has an American Express card. That is never has a balance at the end of the month. We we pay it off every month, but you need the the sky miles for you know your your traveling and stuff, and um, or right. that's I, why we got I, it in the. I desire them regardless desire, of what Dave says. True, you desire them. So so we have. I them love because you I love Dave, them. and there and this is the thing. I love Dave, but I may not agree on every single little tiny minute detail. Right, but yes, I do have an American Express, and I get probably. A couple hundred thousand miles a year for free. Yes, uh, to travel around the world. So anyway, when we reconcile our, um, when we reconcile the American Express card, on the front page, it tells you if you paid the minimum payment. Oh yes, <laughs> you will have this paid off in this year. It, it gives you the year, and you will have paid this much in interest. If you pay, you know, this much. Um, you you've paid this much in year and it'll be paid off it and and it's always like some absurd it's like twenty thirty eight and and it, it cracks me up when I look at that and I think that wow we lived that way yeah like we lived that that minimum payment on on those things for so long before we even yeah knew and, that and we if, could and and we lived in such a way that not only did we live on the minimum payment we were still know, charging we were still charging away as long mm-hmm. as they had credit line we were still putting on there and and guys i'm serious we were if you think that it's like well cliff and stephanie just don't understand dude i remember when we were paying you know when a credit card would get maxed out and the only way we could afford the minimum payment was buying taking that check that comes in the mail from another one that says open your account and transfer your balance over here with this check yep (laughs) uh we had a we had it bad it was tight and it was we understand yeah but there is another side there is if you're willing to sacrifice and cut so stephanie somebody's listening to us today and just like in in episode 56 of my crazy life from january 2007 there are some people who are hearing this today the first time they're really given any thought about this idea of of living debt free Mm -hmm. and experiencing these freedoms within the next five years of their life 
Seriously, guys, there, there's not a single person on, that's hearing our voice today that couldn't be debt-free, completely debt-free, minus your mortgage, maybe. Some of you, even your mortgage. There's nobody that couldn't pull it off within five years from now. Right. Five years from now, you are experiencing the freedom to live like no one else. So if somebody's saying today, I want that, I desire that, what, it, there's a new Maggie Mac listening right now. What what do you tell them to do? What should they do? What steps, Steph? Um, step number one is to create an emergency fund of $1,000. Okay. Isn't it? Well, I think yeah. that's step number one. Yeah. Well, and and I was I was thinking of something a little bit easier. Oh. I, I say go to Dave Ramsey. Well, yes. Go to DaveRamsey.com. And in matter of fact, I was listening to see what we said back then. It's like step number one, go to DaveRamsey.com and immediately subscribe to his daily podcast because people are already listening to us in a podcast for the most part. There's some people who are watching us on YouTube. By the way, go to Dave Ramsey's YouTube channel if you're watching us on YouTube. Um, and for those of you on Facebook, go to one of those two. But anyway, DaveRamsey.com, follow his radio show. I, I haven't listened to him in years except to check out Maggie's Debt Free Scream. He's extremely engaging, entertaining. He's funny. Um, he's a little in your face sometimes when people call with stupid questions. Um, and, and he tells it like it is. I think that might be one of my favorite. And I haven't always liked Dave Ramsey. I think if you listen to the one from, what did you say it January was? January 2007. 2007. Um, you know, there were some times where I told Cliff where he could stick Dave Ramsey. <laughs> Not going to lie. He hasn't, I haven't always been his biggest fan. Yeah. We've met Dan, or we've met Dave uh, twice. Yes. And and the first time we met him, I told him you, where, where you could, where yeah. you told me to stick him. And um, I think I've only met Dave once. Yeah. So, but, um, but so I, I haven't always been his greatest fan. But I have always stuck by the plan. Yeah. And now I'm on the other side and I can tell you that it works. It's hard. Yeah. And it hurts sometimes. But it's worth it. So step number one. And you don't, what what do you say? I don't need easy. I just just need need worth it. Yes. So step number one, follow Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Step number one, well, is to to listen to his radio show via the podcast or via the YouTube channel. If you happen to be, does anybody actually listen to the radio anymore? I think some people do. Anyway, if you happen to do that radio thing, uh, he's on the radio in a lot of places. But anyway, the podcast, YouTube channel, that's step number one. Step number two is Financial Peace University. Uh, there are so it's everywhere and they will tell you step number one is to create (coughs) an emergency emergency fund of a thousand dollars yeah and i don't know if he still does the live events anymore i know that he does entre leadership and stuff like that but if he ever does one of these uh a a debt-free weekend seminar the one that we did his big book at the time was called total total money makeover and he had a total money makeover weekend and seeing dave live present live on stage these concepts and I would imagine it's they still do them and I doubt that Dave actually does them. Right. But his team would. I don't know if it would be as engaging though. I'm I'm sure it would be great. Anyway, if you're just, if you're struggling in debt, go to one of these events. They're they're intentionally very inexpensive. And they can they can help give you that <coughs> excuse me, that other incentive and, right. and energy and enthusiasm for what cuz I think that's when when you over, wasn't it? The live event? Maybe. I, 
know. And wasn't the because I remember the you telling me it's like when he walked out with the chains. I think that that was cool. That the, was the chains. Was, it, it's it's a good visual. Yeah, he had this illustration where he walks out and he's and we're talking like chains, like like big, huge. The chain links are like yeah. an inch thick kind of deal, and he's dragging them behind him and stuff like that. And and that's what debt's like. And, um, I, I think also the, the story that he shared, it's like, listen, if you think you can't do it a thousand dollars, he's like, if your kid was sick, you know, those kind of Could things. Could you make it happen? Right. Yep. And, and we, we left that event convinced we could become debt free. And that's when it, that's when it started. I mean, it, for me, it started in my mind well before that, but you didn't not, you were like not so happy with Dave. And, and when we went to that event, it's like, it, it all of a sudden it put us on, on the same page that this is something that's possible. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. I don't remember all the details of that, but sure. I'll let okay. you have that. Awesome. And I'm sure the details are a little fuzzy, but I'll take my win. This <laughs> <laughs> details are always fuzzy. Anyway, guys, that, that is, that is it. Um, go to Dave Ramsey, check out his materials. Uh, literally there, there are other places out there that talk about debt-free living. I, I was listening to that episode. We were talking about the, the old Larry Burkett materials. Yeah, we did and, try that, but that did yeah, not work for us. Just Dave Ramsey's, where is that? Yep. You know, and, and I, I think he's my, he's, he's my hero when it, when it comes to financially mm-hmm. becoming and living debt-free and experiencing these freedoms. I've seen him do it for thousands of people and uh, couldn't recommend it enough. Absolutely. All right. So with that being said, Steph, I'm going to fire up our two-minute music. Anything else on your mind before we wrap up? I don't think so. No. <sighs> well, now then, why did I hit the music? Now we just have to talk for two now minutes. Now we just have... No. Oh, okay. So what, what are you doing this afternoon? Um, <laughs> Megan is going to get her eyebrows waxed. Is she? Yes, and I'm going with Shana her. doing that? She is. Awesome. I asked her. So I had my hair appointment yesterday, and um, I said- <laughs> Your hair looks great, by the way. Thank you. I decided to put red back in it, and I'm very happy. I'm very happy, too. Very I, happy. I've missed your red. I mean, you look always I, look beautiful, but I missed your red. Okay, I did, too. Um, I know that <laughs> not many people know this. I'm actually a natural blonde, um, and but I, I, prefer, I prefer my hair- dark and i really like it when it's got some red tint to it i just i just really do so um i told her at my last appointment i'm ready to head back to red and she said it's going to take a little while and i said i know and so we started that process but um so yesterday while i was there i was like hey can you get megan in to wax her eyebrows she's got a school the senior dinner dance is on saturday and she had mentioned that she'd like to get them done she said i can do her tomorrow at 3 30 So that's what I'm doing this afternoon. Awesome. I am going to work on publishing this. And then this afternoon at 3.30, I'm going to record the next episode of the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Awesome. Which I am going to be talking about six tips for attracting your ideal customer. Interesting. How awesome is that? That's pretty cool. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We encourage... Well, I'll tell you what. I I bet you Stephanie will switch it up this time. Until next time, Stephanie and I encourage you to... Live debt-free. Live debt-free.